Hello ladies and gentlemen, this is episode 5 of the Shed Sports Podcast. I'm your host Alan Buckley and with me again today is Paul Quinn. And the unofficial sponsor of this podcast today is Pratsky and Boomers. So we're mixing up a bit today Paul. Although, I do owe Paul 8 cans of Carapaki but... We'll get to that. He's not getting it this week. <laughs> so to start off, we're going to get the NFL report going. Yeah, starting with the Thursday game, the Packers played the Bears, finished 10-3. Yeah, sounds like a really out-of-hand football game, but for this sport, that's a low-scoring affair. Aaron Rodgers, the Green Bay Packers quarterback, finally got himself a defence. Other than that, nothing to talk about. Boring game. The Bears were absolutely brutal on offence, and it just kept his nickname, Mitchell Trushitsky, the Chicago Bears quarterback. And the high-scoring shooter. Yeah, Unbelievable. We move on to the Rams against the Panthers. Much better game, 30-27. Just like last year, you can't trust Cam Newton to win you back-to-back games or to get you a win when you're controlling the game. Zero touchdowns, two interceptions. Disaster movie from him. And the Rams are solid, if not unspectacular on defence, considering they've the number one defensive player in the, in the league and Aaron Donald. But yeah, they eke out the win, 30-27. Got it done. We move on to Philadelphia, Washington. I'll just give you a quick score report because I will do an Eagles report later on. And uh, finish thirty-two twenty-seven to the Eagles. Get in there. Uh, Buffalo Jets. The less said about this, the better. Finish seventeen sixteen with the with Buffalo Bills beating the New York Jets. Uh, both teams are better than last year, but neither of these teams are going to be playoff contenders. They're young sides building for building towards getting there. Yeah, they're no Oakland anyways. <laughs> And Minnesota Vikings against the Atlanta Falcons. The Minnesota Vikings won 28-12. To my absolute dismay, as I had expected the Falcons to yeah, destroy. Yeah, look at the old uh, results here of your predictions. I'm like, it's not going well, is it? <laughs> <laughs> um, the Vikings defense was unbelievable. They got four sacks, two interceptions, a forced fumble, a fumble recovery. But their quarterback only threw ten passes for four quarters, so they clearly have loads of faith in Kirk Cousins. Um, the Falcons, what can we say? They were poor all round. And uh, next week they have the Eagles. So, yeah, wonder what wonder what I'll suggest then. And <laughs> um, onto the absolute raping there is any team facing the Miami Dolphins this year because they're in full tank mode. Fifty nine three was it? Fifty nine ten. They got a touchdown to make it look decent. Oh yeah. Know? I think at that point, point Baltimore had me nanny playing. So yeah, they, <laughs> yeah, they've gone home. Yeah, they were the Ravens have beat them fifty nine ten. And the only thing to get from that was, I know it was a poor defence, but it looks like Lamar Jackson controllable. They're expecting to be a big running team. He's a massive part of that. But as the quarterback, he's meant to throw the ball too. Last year, he looked very, very suspect in his rookie season. This year, I know it's one game and it's against the worst team in the league. But, but yeah, it gets the confidence up. Looked a lot better. He did throw a few touchdowns passes, so that's all right for him. On to Kansas City Chiefs against the Jacksonville Jaguars. 40-26. To the Chiefs. Um, I had Jacksonville as my defence in fantasy. They sucked ass. Um, the a minus score, was it? <laughs> yeah, it, it was a minus score. Minus four. Probably the only person on defence with their choice <laughs> yeah. in fantasy. They got a minus score on their defence. Yeah, no one's going to pick the Dolphins anyway. So. No. But Paddy Mahomes, the quarterback, um, it seems like he hasn't peaked. Last year's 50 touchdown season looks like it, it could go again. He's From what I saw... A big shout after one game, but he looks like he's the best player in the NFL, yeah. no matter what position. He looks like he's just so calm, composed. He's put in very good situations by his head coach, Andy Reid. He seems to be flying. On uh, 
sour note for Jacksonville, which is very close to home as an Eagles fan. Big Dick Nick, Nick Foles, we traded him to Jacksonville. Got injured, he? Throws an early touchdown on the next second uh, phase of play. He gets a broken collarbone out for the game. Collarbone? Yeah. Uh, out for a few weeks with that. It's not an easy thing to play with, even if he was the boy through the pain barrier. He'd be lucky in a few weeks with that yeah, one. Yeah, that's a tough one. Um, but his backup quarterback came in. Here's the name for you. Gardner Minshew. Oh, Gardner Minji. His man and I were at Woodstock when he came up with that name. <laughs> he came in, he bossed, he balled out, he did. It was just a pity the defence couldn't get the Chiefs stopped. That yeah. he actually had a chance to play, but he actually did very well. 19 points when he was on the field, so he did well. So um, no chance to shine now. Here we go. This next game, the Tennessee Titans against the all-fabled, massive, massive headline team for the summer, the Cleveland Browns. What score do you think it finished? Titans won, did they? Yeah, they did, but... Uh, yeah. 43-13. They won by 30 points. And uh, aren't the Browns one of the, uh, the better teams? Yeah, well, suppose it. On paper, they're one of the best teams in the NFL. Um, this might have something to do with it. The team gave away 18 penalties. Just the Browns, not in the whole game. Not Nothing to do with the Titans' penalties. This mm. is just the Cleveland Browns. 18 penalties, including one for kicking... An opposing player in the head. Someone have a bet on that, did they? <laughs> Fucking wish. <laughs> it's the only bet I would have got up all weekend. That's what I was saying about uh, the o- Oakland Raiders. It was like, uh, Derek Carr, he wasn't throwing long, but he didn't uh, concede any penalties around him, so he didn't need to throw long. Yeah, he wasn't put in bad situations yeah. by his team, so that was decent. Um, Baker Mayfield, I think he started forcing it late on. He started throwing a few interceptions late on, just trying to, instead of getting, those five, yeah. instead of getting the five yard dump offs. He's trying to get 15. They were getting picked off. So. I think he's going for it anyways. Yeah. They have a, like I said before, they have a very tough schedule. They're going to suffer this year. People are going to have to get off their backs. They are a good paper team. Yeah. They need time to gel. This is not an easy league to gel in time. And they're going to struggle to, to be an 8-8 eight eight team. Like the schedule ahead only gets worse. Like That's a game they could have won. Um, the biggest move for me in the whole offseason was what they got rid of. They traded away their guard. Uh, Zeitler to the New York Giants and I thought that was a terrible move Baker was running for his life that offensive line the whole interior of it is just falling apart he's running around like a lunatic yeah. the whole line has gone from decent and average to shit and it's only one game but the Titans don't have an unbelievable defence they shouldn't have been able to get after him like that there's no one on the team that'll be outstanding and get there too quick Yeah. but the Tennessee uh, offence is based around that run game as you might know from your fantasy football points, no. you had Derrick Henry as your running back. <laughs> uh, he absolutely bossed it. We're getting on to the old fantasy football points in a bit, folks. <clears throat> Do we have to? <laughs> on to the Chargers Colts game. Um, some this is another one that I I said take the points, and I would have been well wrong. Shocker! We'll get to that in a minute. Um, it finished the went to overtime. Finished thirty twenty four to the Chargers against the Colts. Um. One big point here, Melvin Gordon, fire your agent. Yeah. Why the hell would he tell people in that organisation that he needs more money to run for this team? They have a solid quarterback in Philip Rivers. The two lads, with him not playing, the two lads that were there, got 200 yards on the ground between them. They're getting plenty of options, plenty of run plays. They're mixing it up very well. He is screwed. He needs to fire his agent and stay with the team, apologise to his 
organization and get back in with all the players. Yeah. Or hold out for the whole season and hope for the best that he gets traded. But uh, the Colts impressed me without Andrew Luck. He's done for the season. Um, Jacoby Brissett did okay. Um, they were good. They weren't great. But um, yeah, I, I think they may still miss out on the playoffs. Yeah. That was not enough for me to think. I know the Chargers are a, high t- a good team. They're going to make the playoffs, I think. But I just don't think the Colts will have enough. Really good young team, but just not good enough. Then on to one of the surprises of the weekend. The Seattle Seahawks played the Cincinnati Bengals. Close game. At, at home. You just have to say it there. Close game. On paper, that should not be a close game. Um, rookie head coach for the Bengals. No star wide receiver in AJ Green. And they have the worst O-line in the NFL. They can't protect the quarterback. The quarterback is Andy Dalton. And he's just a bang average quarterback. Yeah. There's no way the Seahawks should have had this this close. One point in it. So that would have, that would have effed up a lot of bets. Nah, fuck it. Would have fucked up a lot of bets. And mm-hmm. fucked up one of mine anyway. <laughs> uh, that won't, they won't be trusting them to blow out anybody anytime soon. Then from that game to the worst game of the week. The 49ers against the Tampa Bay Buccaneers. On paper, a 31-17. Looks like a good game. Yeah. The 49ers quarterback, Jimmy Garoppolo, threw one pick six. The Tampa Bay quarterback, Jameis Winston, threw two pick sixes. For anyone that doesn't know what a pick six is, it's when the defense catch the ball that the quarterback's trying to throw to his man. They intercept the pass, and they run at the length of the field to score themselves and score a touchdown. There was three of them in this game. Because I didn't know what that was. <laughs> yeah, so, well, there you go. So there's three of them in that game. But um, I think my night clicker broke uh, on trying to count the penalties. Easily about a million penalties in this game. Um, it helped to wipe four touchdowns off the board. So it was a sloppy mess of a game. Went on for 44 minutes over TV a lot of time. For the NFL, that's a lot. Yeah. Considering that they would have had to cut a shitload of sponsor time and shit. Yeah, you only allow for a lot of uh, stoppages yeah. as it is. So simple as that. Both teams are tr- absolute trash. Don't put either team on TV again. That's the only thing to say for that. On to the cow bitches from Dallas playing the New York Giants. Shockingly enough, the Giants took a 7-0 lead in this game and they looked decent on that first drive. Yeah. And it went to piss from then. Uh, Giants were poor all round. Saquon Barkley did as much as he could, but the cow... Cowbitch is laid out just to stop the run and make Eli throw it, and Eli couldn't throw for shit. Evan Ingram had a decent game, um, but he was on my bench <laughs> in fantasy, so that makes no point to me. Yeah. So the Cowbitch is one easy. Um, now that they've got uh, Zeke paid, they need to pay Dak as soon as possible. They need to get their quarterback paid, sorted out now. Uh, next one after that is their wide receiver, and then their sword, which I'm not quite happy about, but we'll work on that. Um, then to a strange game... Um, the Detroit Lions against the Arizona Cardinals. This was a tie after overtime. 27 apiece. 27-27. How the Lions didn't win this game, I don't know. They had a 24-9 lead in the fourth quarter. They blew it. Just run the ball and waste clock. But no, in absolutely typical Detroit Lions fashion, they blew it. I'd say their, I'd say their uh, locker room was like a morgue after it. Imagine losing, winning by 15 points. Two-score game. Still getting a field goal on your one of your possessions yeah. and still not winning the game. Like fuck's sake, how'd you fuck that up? You had to give away to give up a two point play as well, didn't they? Yeah, and you're and you're pl- and you're playing against um offense whose first year head coach is a losing record from college. 
Uh, first year rookie quarterback pick number one overall, Kyler Murray. He's five foot ten at best, and he's trying to throw off for people who are six six. Correct. And he's trying to see down the field and pe- beat people. Now, if he does get out of the pocket, he is lightning quick. He'll run away from you. But again, like with Lamar Jackson from before, that's okay in a rookie season, but you need to develop a throw. You need yeah. to be able to pass the ball. This is not the league where you can just run around and hope for the best. Although Michael Vick was brilliant at that when he was when he was there. He's a nice guy. Yeah. But again, this is one of those games, kind of a nothing game. If you're Detroit, it's a bad loss. If you're the Cardinals, it's a good little booster for the first week of the season. But neither of them will make the playoffs. On to teams that will make the playoffs, the New England Patriots against the Pittsburgh Steelers. Now, I might have been wrong in thinking this, but I thought everyone expected this to be a closer game than what it was. The final score, New England 33, Pittsburgh Steelers 3. 30-point blowout. Patriots quarterback Tom Brady looked good. His wide receivers, Philip Dorsett, Josh Gordon, caught touchdown passes. They looked good. Running game was on point. The O-line kept them clean. Um, in contrast, the Pittsburgh Steelers quarterback, Big Ben Roethlisberger, absolute hot garbage. He is disgraceful. That was rotten. He's much better than that. Yeah. He's a... That's not him. That's a bad game. That's nah, a bad game. Yeah, you can't like that. Getting rid of Antonio Brown halfway through la- at the end of last season, so he's had a whole off season where his new wide receiving cars, new running backs. That was on him. I just think he was. That was brutal for him. He has to take some more responsibility now. He's the leader of that team. Yeah, he doesn't but, have like a star player to throw to. Yeah, he doesn't have any excuses anymore. Yeah. Can't say AB is wrecking the locker room. This person saying that Le'Veon Bell's holding out. I don't have a running back. They're all gone. All those distractions are gone. It's now all the pressure is on his shoulders, and he crumpled. And um, but the Patriots' defense looks scary good. They look. They picked them off a couple of times. They had everything covered. They were good in zone, good in man defense. Um, and the Patriots. Speaking of AB, they're the ones who picked them up. Yeah. From the Raiders, he forced his way out. He's gone to the gone to the Patriots. So that just makes a team that just scored thirty three points on a perennial playoff contender. So much better. Does he uh, start next week, does he? I'm assuming he's going to get the start in week two. Like, I dropped him in fantasy. Mm. Had rumours he was going to the Patriots. And I quickly got him back, just in case. And he's gone to the Patriots. Yeah, well, you've got to have people in high places. Both Both cheat, yeah. Yeah. There is an outside chance the Patriots may go 16-0. Because their division is absolutely dirt. Are you going to see the Raiders? No. But they are playing the Eagles, and we have some history oh, there. Oh, so There's some Super Bowl rematch there. We've got a shot. Yeah, we've got a shot. We'll, we'll, we'll smash them. When it comes to that week, we'll smash them. We'll get there. Um, on to the game of the week. Boy, far, this was an awesome game. For week one, this shouldn't have been the type of game it was. But you could have seen it coming. The New Orleans Saints against the Houston Texans. 30-28. From the first minute to the last minute, this was action-packed filled with content for anyone whether you're just a couch watcher a fair weather fan or someone who's a diehard fan yeah this was unbelievable um fantasy positives my quarterback deshaun watson and deandre hopkins had an excellent game pairing up together and um, the old lion just need to stop watson getting sacked he got sucked six times so he's gonna get injured if he's yeah, getting sacked i'm saying room me we year i'm already behind <laughs> i'm already behind i'm gonna get smashed um, we kick our Will Lutz, game-winning field goal, get in there, son. Apparently that doesn't mean anything, though, because <laughs> he missed a field goal and an extra point, so he got those points taken off. So he didn't score me next to nothing. 
Yeah, well, he won the game, though. Yeah, he won the game, so fair play to him. But, um, yeah, like I was saying, end-to-end game, right to the last second. Drew Brees, game-winning drive. It looked awesome. I'm going to watch it back a second time. It's kind of not as good as it looked. The Texans' defense, the Brees started on the 25-yard line, yeah. got two quick completions down the seam, and then stopped the clock to kick the field goal. These completions wouldn't have happened if the Texans weren't backing off 30 and 40 yards, giving them all the space to dump off here yeah, underneath yeah. and make a play. Now, in fairness, he did change the play at the line with 11 seconds left and just set it to Ted Ginn, run the same, I'm going to hit you with the ball. Either way, the clock's going to stop and we'll see what we do then. Um, hitting down the seam with the ball, boom, big catch, got there. Used the timeout, kicked the game winning field goal, Game over. New Orleans nick at 30-28. Great game. But, um, yeah, the Texans' defense didn't get one sack or one quarterback hurry of Drew Brees throughout the game. and Very poor. No, the, oh, sorry, they may have sacked him during the game. It was J.J. Watt that had got nothing. And he's the main man that was going to be left in Houston to die on his own. Um, now that they got rid of Jadavion Clowney. Yeah. Um, He's been sadly missed. JJ Watt was anonymous in the game. I didn't even know he was in it until the commentators started talking about him. But um, good start for both teams. Um, again, both teams should make the playoffs. It is hoping again that the O line from the Houston Texans can keep that quarterback safe. Not just for my fantasy life, but for their own sake of making the playoffs. If he goes down, they're done. Yes. Just like with what I feel like with the Colts. When it's with the Colts, I feel they're going to miss it out. With missing Andrew Luck, they're going to miss out. Um, on to the Raiders against the Broncos Bucko. did you stay up till 2 o'clock in the morning to watch this game? I mean 2 was that like 3 3? Yeah. Christ I would definitely know yeah. Um, yeah I just have it down no AB no problem <laughs> <laughs> no issues there solid and they re-signed Keelan Doss yeah the kid who was a star of the Hard Knocks episode so that was good to see as well but yeah Carly is a comfortable win um, 259 yards no interceptions you'll take that I think uh, the commentators, if, if I remember right, they said it was a record for him in a... Uh, completion percentage, completion, wasn't it? Yeah. Yeah, 22 or 26. He only missed four passes all day. Serious, serious completion percentage there. Um, the rookie running back, Josh Jacobs, I don't know if you know too much about him, but he got 113 yards on the ground with two touchdowns. Any time you're running back and get 100 yards, you're dominating the line, you're dominating time of possession. Yeah. You're gonna. It's very difficult if your running back gets a hundred yards, yeah. And you're not throwing interceptions to lose that game. It's all about ball security. When you have possession, don't give it away. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, on that end. I think his name is Roy Tyrell Williams. Yeah. He done well. He oh, caught everything. Oh, I said it. To you, I said it. To you on an L walk to the shop for a chicken filler roll. He's your new big man. He's gonna size up the corner and he's gonna go up and get that ball. He wasn't dropping anything. No. Nope. Hands like glue. Probably did have glue on his hands. We'll report him for that. <laughs> Um, but on the other hand, Broncos, like I said to you, Joe Fluco is not the answer at quarterback. They're paying him a lot of money to stink. He stunk last year, he stinks this year, he stinks every year. He, <laughs> yeah, his defense got him that Super Bowl win, and then because the Baltimore Ravens had no other options, they didn't have a high draft pick, they couldn't get a good quarterback, young and develop him, while their age and defense was there, so they paid Fluco. By the end of that contract, they were regretting it, got rid of him, he was no good. Now he's Denver's problem. Um, unusually though, for the Denver Broncos, they were poor on defense. Long year ahead for them fans. Feel bad for them. 
you only score a touchdown when the game is basically out of Yeah, sight. pure door, three field goals in the first four possessions, and then they only got a, a touchdown at the end when the game's gone, in door time. Yeah. Raiders are probably in the lo- going to the locker room and they score a touchdown, think it cares and matters. That game was really way bigger than it was. A good start for John Gruden and the Raiders for you, Booker. Oh, good absolutely. start for the Eagles for me. Derek Carr puts us in the driving seat. <laughs> <laughs> Carson Wentz, MVP week. He absolutely nailed it this week, fair play. Oh, I didn't get that pun, did you not? Yeah, I got that. <laughs> Uh, he just glossed over it. Yeah, it's like we'll just he will just ignore his pun moments. The moment of the podcast. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. So, uh, how did my predictions go? Oh, we get to our predictions, will we? Oh, here we go. Okay. So, when the Packers and the Bears, you went for the Bears. Uh regretfully. Why did I go with Trushitsky? When you when it's a toss up in a division, always go with the good quarterback. Damn it, Paul. <laughs> Eagles, Redskins, you got that one right? Shocker. <laughs> Jaguar against the Chiefs, went for the Chiefs. Got that right. Vikings against the Falcons, you got that wrong. I got that horribly wrong. We <laughs> were sitting watching in the corner. The Eagles are losing in the woodshed. And when you're seeing it, cheering, torn left, purple on the screen. I was like, wasn't even close, seat? yeah. Getting hammered. Browns against the Titans, you went for the Browns. <clears throat> that was a close game. <laughs> Jets against the Bills, you got the Bills. Nicked it, nicked it. The Dolphins against the Ravens, you went for the Dolphins. Oh, yes, you went for the Ravens. You were going with the Dolphins. Even Dolphins fans are trying to trade away their jerseys. Panthers against the Rams, you went for the Rams. Got that. Colts versus the Chargers. Chargers. Went for the Chargers, yeah. yeah. Got that. Seahawks against Bengals, you went for the Seahawks. Seahawks. Got that. Cow Bitches versus the Giants, you went for the Cowboys. Uh, 49ers against the Buccaneers went for the 49ers got that they're yeah. Yeah, yeah, a string well, of yeah. games there yeah, yeah. Started, started to get dipping then <laughs> Cardinals versus the Lions you went for the Lions yeah that was a draw Ugh. do I get half a point for that oh we'll see because it wasn't right it wasn't wrong what do you mean we we'll see is, this, yeah, is that the game that I'm beyond the ropes I'll, I'll do the old calculations <laughs> it was between being right and wrong Patriots against the Steelers you went for the Patriots yeah Texans easy. against the Saints you went for the Texans did I? Yeah. I took... Ah, that was from your fantasy team, yeah. yeah. Raiders against the Broncos, going for the Broncos. Fucking Will Lutz for his game-winning field goal. And I took yeah. the Broncos over Raiders just to piss you off. Yeah. So, we'll give you the half point for the... For what did you say? A half point you for the You have to get 65%? Draw. Yeah, 65%, so... So, you got 10 and a half. Yeah, was 16. Yeah, 16. I think that's right on par with 65, probably. Is it? Yeah. Oh, let's see. So, what was it? See if we know how to avoid properly. <laughs> <laughs> All those. Bang on. <laughs> 65.6. Oh, you see? So I'm point 0.6 ahead of the scale, Bucko. That's it. 16 more weeks. Okay, well, we will be well oh, ahead of the scale. Many more draws, say it. <laughs> well ahead of the scale. Anyways, on to, uh, before we do the Eagles report, do you want to do this week's predictions or do you want to? Yeah, no, I, I, just, I, didn't, I didn't have a quick full scan of the all the all the games. Do you have the games there? I do, yeah. Perfect. So you can call out the games and I'll just wing it. But I did have five that I'll finish oh. with as a little prediction bit. Yeah, that's what I want. I want you to... Sorry. A bit, yeah, a bit down from the 10 from the week before. Because on my bet, where I was taking points and giving points, I got four out of 10. Yeah, yeah super close. <laughs> I found the page with the actual uh, games on them. Fair play. Took me a while. <laughs> uh, the fourth game is the Panthers against the Buccaneers. Can't trust Cam to put two good games back together. Buccaneers were a hot mess on TV. Go with the Panthers. Panthers. 
The Ravens versus the Cardinals. <laughs> Ravens were much better than the Cardinals. Just by the eye test to go with the Ravens. Correct. Lions against the Chargers? Chargers. Lions. How these fucked away that fourth game week game, I don't know. Titans against the Colts. Titans. Titans. Colts were out, Andrew Luck will start to fall apart. The Titans were impressive with their one game. Yeah. The 49ers against the Bengals. I'm going to take the Bengals to upset them. I know I took the 49ers last week, but they were part of that garbage game that I couldn't watch. It was hurtful for the eyes. And the Bengals surprised the Seahawks being so close. Yeah. Texans against the Jaguars. Texans, just for fantasy points. But I don't. the Jaguars have more injuries on defence with no Nick Foles. I see them falling away completely now. Yeah? Yeah. Uh, the Packers against the uh, Vikings. Just going against Aaron Rodgers again. I cannot go for that man. Vikings. <laughs> the like defence wrecked the Falcons. It's just a personal thing. But <laughs> <laughs> now, your two favourite teams, the Redskins and the Cowboys. Oh. Can he boat, Lewis? <laughs> <laughs> Um, cow bitches the Redskins lost Jonathan Allen on defensive line when he went out the fourth quarter made the Eagles life so much easier and the Steelers against the Seahawks Seahawks just sticking with the fact that Big Ben on the eye test look rubbish yeah hot garbage and the Giants against the Bills take the Bills any reason yep Eli Manning Noodle arm, get him out, get Daniel Jones in, let him tank for the rest of the season and pick a good defence or a good offensive player in the draft. He He's done his bit, don't need him anymore. I think I know this one, the Patriots and the Dolphins. <sighs> That's going to be close. Um, did the Dolphins get 75 points in that game? That <laughs> the Patriots. Give 70. The Patriots with Antonio Brown. That's going to be even heavier than the Wendy beat the Steelers. That won't be a 30 point game. Go above, go the over in that game. What's the odds that he walks out with his own helmet? Sneaks it in. <laughs> the one from 1965? <laughs> yeah, sneaks it in, he goes. Oh, it's a disaster. Yeah, so the picks are in. Um, so, yeah, so we'll... Oh, no, we have a few more to go, Paul. Yeah? Oh, yeah, Jesus. Yeah. There's loads of games, Jim. Uh, Raiders against the Chiefs. Chiefs. Gonna smash his book. Oh, he's gonna get a thumb. That's, that's where you're... That's I heard that before. The Honey Badger is gonna pick off Derek Carr. You hear the hear first. Fake. Fake Honey Badger. It's not Toy a rugby Matthew. one. Gonna, he's a good character, man. Decent Rick, safety. Two, two and oh, two and oh. Rams against the Saints. There's gonna that's gonna that has a chance to be game of the week. Um again, I'll go with the quarterback. I prefer Drew Brees over Jared Goff, I'll go Saints. Broncos Bears. Broncos are stinking, the Bears were worse. Again. Don't watch that game if it's on TV, don't waste your time. Um got to go with the Bears. Just their defence is better than the Broncos defence. It's going to low scoring game and get a few field goals going. <laughs> so we got the Bears in that one. Jets versus the Browns? <sighs> Baker's got the bounce back. Go with the Browns. Low scoring game though I'd say as well. And the Falcons against the Eagles obviously. Eagles by two TDs. Julio Jones to not to catch a t- touchdown. Yeah, good. So your picks of the week, let's see how you do this week. Yeah, so instead of doing a 10-team accumulator this week, we'll be doing five. <laughs> uh, a bit more the, winnable. Yeah, and just about the prices, you take the Bills to beat the Giants. Cow bitches seem like they have a handy one against the Deadskins. Um, Chargers to roll over the Lions. The Chiefs with the points, which is 7.5 against the Raiders. So that's the win by 8. Yeah. I think they, they may eat that out a bit further than that. And the Browns, the, the Browns and the Jets game, I don't care who wins it, it's going to be poison for the eyeballs. The under-over is at 48. Take the under. Yeah. I don't see, even oh, if Baker sure. bounces back, I don't see the Jets putting up a lot of points. Yeah, they never do, do they? No. 
you'll take the under in that. So the five teams, the five outcomes of that, it's 13 to 1, so you get 140 quid for your tenner. Seems a better bet than most. Exactly, yeah. Get a bit of enjoyment out of games, you wouldn't use Exactly. It's something to watch with some of the shit, and like, I wouldn't bet on the Eagles. Because just for the fact that they are playing the Falcons, the Falcons look dort in week one, and we're, our pass defence look poxy, but we'll get to that now with the Eagles report. So for, before we get on to the best segment of the podcast, the cricket segment, go yeah, ahead with your Eagles report there, Paul. You have me on with that cricket show. Anyway, uh, <laughs> it better be less than 10 minutes anyways. Five seconds, okay. Uh, we beat the Redskins 32-27 in a comfortable win. It didn't look so comfortable. Um, we went out as a podcast. We watched it on tour in the Woolshed. We had Dave and we had Kenny out with us as well. Yeah. Yeah, we'll get more We'll get more from them as the podcast goes on. Yeah, yeah get, they'll make appearances as uh, it goes along. Yeah. And the Eagles didn't start very well. As we all know, uh, 17 nil down at half time. And to quote Dave, I don't need to watch the second half. I'll just stare at Paul's face and I'll know whether it's going well or not. Because I was not happy. <laughs> Say the least. <laughs> um, but by the end, uh, Carson Wentz got us back in the game with help from Deshaun Jackson. 313 yards, 3 TDs, should have been 4. The NFL rules said that um, he handed the ball off to Alshon Jeffrey on his touchdown. So that counted as a run play. Idiots. Um, but Deshaun Jackson, 154 yards, two touchdowns, goes second of all time for 50-plus yard touchdowns behind Jerry Rice. Um, I love the offensive players in the second half. Typical first half was a bit rusty. It was a bit getting to know what's going on. But um, throughout the whole game, super worried about our defense. Couldn't get to the quarterback in the first half. Our pass defense was terrible. You seen the Vernon Davis touchdown, the tight end. He was met, he was tackled by two players who fell down and didn't stop him. Shocking. He was right on the rail of the sideline. He could have been pushed out of bounds. Then he hurdles a toward one, <laughs> and he's off to the races for a touchdown. You're like, should have been stopped forty yards ago. <laughs> it's like disaster movie. Yeah, the fellow had his arms around him. I'm like, what? What? what, what Andrew Sendejo, number forty two. You just didn't know his name. You were just screaming, forty two should have had him. I was like, <laughs> fucking no. <laughs> screaming at a fan here. No, I'm doing the same thing. Yeah, but thank God in the second half we start dialing up blitzes. Uh, we start ch- ch- closing down the quarterback space. We start forcing the throw into windows where we had our more defenders than their receivers, and it paid off a bit. Um, Casey Stinkham by the end of the game he started folding up like a deck chair at the end of a night out, like in a back garden somewhere. He was he was falling the apart. Pressure got on. Yeah, the, uh, didn't respond well to it. The whole deer and headlights thing started yeah. looking like they only scored seven in the whole second half. So that was that was. That was fine. That was, that was a, when the game was over. And that again was a door time touchdown. Yeah. Yeah, there was nothing in that. Meaningless. Yeah. Waste, that was a nothing in that. Nothing in that. But um, the main part there is we cannot give better teams than the Redskins who are not going to be playoff contenders, I'd hope. Um, but I do kind of need a favour from them this weekend when they play the Cowbitches. So beat the bitches and then start tanking. <laughs> yeah. Um, yeah, we can't give other teams 17 point head starts. No. Like we're not going to come back from that. If no, good teams no. do that to us, we're going to get smashed. And you can't make the playoffs that way. Um, sour note, there was an injury to our defensive tackle, Malik Jackson. Um, just released today that he has a Liz Frank injury. He's going to get surgery on it this week and he's out for the whole season. What's that? A Liz Frank injury. Something to do with your foot. 
but it's a nasty injury. It's like when Rooney got his metacarp his metatarsal, oh. and no one really knew what it was because it was a, it was like it was happening. It was new. It was happening. This Liz Frank injury is not nice. Looked it up real quick. Still don't understand that fully to go into the medical terms of it. But it's not nice. Needs immediate surgery, and it's gonna be out for the whole season. So that's him done and dusted. I looked that up when the yeah. podcast is over. Um, but I did notice something funny on the on. I'm not a big Twitter man, yeah. but thank God for the Eagles page on Facebook mm. that they had um took a screenshot and they put they had shared the link to it. Um, Alshon Jeffrey, um, our wide receiver, um, has renamed their wide receiver group of. Uh, Jeffrey Aguilar and Wentz. Oh, Jeff, Jeffrey Jackson and Aguilar as the DNA boys. Um, super gay, but um, I like it. Something yeah. different. We can call them the DNA boys from now on. Um, <laughs> mainly that's Deshaun Jackson, Nelson Aguilar, and Alshon Jeffrey. So it's the first letter of their first names yeah. as a trio. So that just shows a bit of camaraderie and they're getting together. Yeah, close, yeah. And it was good to see Nelson Aguilar absolutely rip a fan up for for uh, complaining that he only got two fantasy points. He turned around and he said, um, do you want fantasy points or do you want a ring? So them boys are focused. They're going yeah, for the ring. It's all about the victory. Yeah, yeah, them boys are ready. They're going for the Super Bowl. They're a ring or nothing. That's what they're in their head. And overall, I'm very pleased with that start. And we're on to the Atlanta Falcons week two. Fly, Eagles, fly, bucko. Yeah. Teach you the song as we go. What do you think about that start though, Paul? Dort. Yeah. Very poor, very slow. Um, very sloppy Carson didn't know whether to run out of the pocket risking more injury or stay in the pocket and risk just throwing the ball to the ground um, the protection was good in fairness to Brandon Brooks the right guard he recovered from an Achilles injury um, in less than 6 months and he started and the PFF the pro football focus people who grade all the players from week 1 yeah. he got the highest score of any offensive lineman so not only did he have a freak time to recover from an Achilles injuries. Yeah, it's like minimum six yeah, months. Yeah, minimum six months. He was less than six months and he was back playing and practicing. Okay. So this guy's a super athlete or he's hiding something. But yeah. Try not to say that. <laughs> it's basically like an ACL injury. Yeah, he's yeah. done. Like the rehab and physio from you not being on your feet the whole time, you know yourself it's not easy and you don't get yeah. back from it. Yeah, muscle laces yeah. and all that. Sorry. You don't get back from that any quicker. But yeah. yeah. What your comments from our little on-tour podcast for the Eagles on Sunday? Oh, no, it was good crack, you know. Uh, you know, at the start, they, they, they looked very shaky. Yeah. Wentz looked a bit But I thought he well. handled that very well. He wasn't angry at all. He was uh, screaming and shouting all over the place. <laughs> but it was busy. It was a busy, busy pub, so it was not fine. I blended in. <laughs> yeah, yeah, everyone was pretty uh, intense, weren't they? Everyone was like, yeah. pretty hyped up. But you know, they got it done, yeah. I enjoyed that. That was a great game. Yeah, the comeback was spe- like so big. Big players, short players, skilled players, and then going big again. Yeah, that's what it looked as well. Like, Mixed it, was, it, up. it was competitive as well, so it wasn't a blowout. I think yeah, was, I hate watching blowouts so anyways. It's good that it came back. Yeah, you won't get the Raiders getting any blowouts this season, but <laughs> uh, yeah, as long as they win by one point, it doesn't that you'll take that. Two and fourteen, but although and 14. Yeah, before we stop there, Paul, we just had to mention. The fantasy football results. Oh, yeah. Oh, how's he get on there? How did we get on there, Paul? I think I was projected to win by 21. So, oh. I must have done very well. How did it finish, Bucko? Oh, I scored 186 points. Ah, oh, that's great. I scored 136. Yeah. <laughs> Lost by 50. 50. 50 <laughs> points. 
But in, in fairness, though, you were dirt. I uh, for the second year in a row, I've auto drafted my team. <laughs> I forgot. I was watching the early game when the draft was on, and I didn't. And you, you happened to walk in. What, what was it? Fifteen seconds. Yeah, about that. Yeah, about that. And the, what was the first player you took off the board? Carson Wentz. <laughs> Even if it was in the draft, it would have killed you. <laughs> <laughs> Straight away. Absolutely nailed week one, Bucko. Did fair play to him. First time ever doing it. Um, had to put a lot of study and a lot of hard work into the fantasy into learning which players to pick when to pick people and when to hold back and yeah he smashed it nothing else I can say all, all my players were were underachievers except for Saquon Barkley which was probably expected my bench almost had a better game than any of the players I started which is embarrassing but yeah Buckles, you smashed it yeah it's good fun enjoy it it's good crack keeping up with the point system I was like oh jeez it gets a bit nitty gritty with the point oh twos and the point fives here and there, but yeah, yeah. the gist of it, we, yeah, yeah, exactly, yeah, yeah. Minus four on defense, go Jags. <laughs> <laughs> Could have been worse. Here, I've waved them. I'm hoping that none of you cunts block me wave and I can, <laughs> and I wave in the Jags defense and I get the Patriots defense. Yeah, you that would I have a good defense. Yeah, I'm, I'm solid for the, the Rams. Yeah, cunt. <laughs> you took Aaron Donald's team. Now you'll do well for that. I'll beat you next week. <laughs> we shall see. We'll see. So sadly, we have to take time in our podcast to discuss uh, non-relative sport. You know what I'm talking about, Buckle? Cricket. The greatest sport in the world. Paul is a secret fan. Absolutely. I've actually seen him with a helmet and a, you know, a bat. That was because I forgot my uh, relationship anniversary on Saturday. <laughs> <laughs> you need that for protection. Yeah, that was me just dodging the on. Yeah, in case you got battered. <laughs> I'm still here. <laughs> all my nuts in, intact all two of them I see avid listener of the podcast Sean predicted right Australia he had Australia to win and Steve Smith score 100 he ended up scoring 211 in the fourth innings and 92 in the second innings that's 300 runs plus just for himself alone he nailed it then yeah is he very good as a cricket player Oh, Steve Smith, he's the best batsman in the world. Ah, oh, so Sean was bullshitting us by only picking 100 then, was he? Oh, I was like, I said to him, I was like, uh, You're undershooting this. I was like, uh, It's pretty lucky that you make 100. He's like, A prediction is a prediction. <laughs> so, yeah, we'll give you him just that. wanted to be right. <laughs> Fair I got play. Australia, I got Fair play. We'll give him some, you better give us some tough ones then uh, coming, yeah. fo- coming forward. Then. That's it, true, yeah. He has what? Shells are uh, in a battle this weekend, I think, away to. I'm not Shells sure. away to Drotter. Drotter, yeah, yeah. That'll be a good game. Just take it sold out. Yeah, I've seen that on Facebook sold just out. before I came around. No possible to get tickets. In fairness, something like that, they probably should have talked to both teams. I know you don't want to lose home field advantage. But they probably would have sold out a good decent amount in talent. Yeah, but at the same time... Neutral uh, venue for both teams. It would just be basically for the league and for... But both clubs are a bit of money influx there. They're both good following fans. Yeah, but rather they need to win, so... I they think want the want home that. field advantage. Yeah, I wouldn't that. give her up at the end of the season either, in fairness. Yeah. Anyway, back good to luck, the... Good luck to Shelbourne oh, and yeah. Shane Farrell. Hopefully, And obviously yeah. Sean. Exactly, yeah. Hopefully yeah. Shane gets the uh, winner. The hero of the hour then. Well, of course. I'll never fucking forget it. I was at a dead for him on, Friday, on Monday and he off to go training so he's dedicated. Oh yeah, he has a tunnel vision like... Yeah, oh. dedicated. That's what you want like. Yeah. Someone who's not going to piss about. And exactly. Free pay to me with Yeah. Although I wish they had the matches were on television so you actually you know, keep track. Nah, that's, what, that's the TV licence for your book. If you paid it once in a while, they might actually show a match. 
We joke, it just came in and been uh, in the post. <laughs> do you do what I do? Don't open it and put it in the bin and just wait for the fellas to knock and just say you don't open. You don't, uh, I haven't your... been opened yet anyway, say that. When the, lic- when the licensed man knocks, he just says, oh, can I come in? You say, I'm oh, sorry, I don't live here, can I, Jim? And he says, all right, I'll leave this note with you and um, I'll be around again. Yeah, no problem. Make sure you tell the homeowner. Yeah, sure, whatever. Looked you. <laughs> <laughs> Anyways, uh, Australia sealed the series 2-1. They uh, retained the ashes. The little tiny trophy? Yeah, the little tiny horn. Hope, hope they're happy with that. What did they do with Shot Sambuca over? Yeah, well, I'm sure a few points were had that night. Yeah. They're all delighted with life. But this is uh, the first time in the world to beat uh, England in England. So. Oh, okay. So yeah. England are actually the home team and they're getting smashed? Yeah. That's always good to see. Fucking tans. Oh... There's Paul appalling, there's tannism. Yeah, we have to get it in every podcast, but... Actually, that's what Dave was like, yeah, mention the English. <laughs> <laughs> Ruin them up. There you go, Dave. Bleeding tans. <laughs> they could be losing that bowls and I'd be like, yeah, go on, Uruguay. <laughs> <laughs> Wouldn't have a clue. Still cheer them up. In Afghanistan, beat Bangladesh, which is... Uh, Pretty big win for Afghanistan. They only have like four test matches. Oh, I thought you were going to say they only have four people left after the Americans bombing the fuck out of the country. <laughs> How the fuck do Afghanistan have a cricket team? And or so he started like five years ago, so ten years ago, something like that. Very, that's a very when, new team. That was when America stopped bombing them. So yeah, yeah, but they still, that's they, one positive they, of them leaving the country. Yeah, they got test status the same same day as uh, Ireland did. Oh good. Who would win the match Ireland or Afghanistan? Oh Afghanistan have already beaten Ireland, didn't they? Oh for fuck's sake, we're losing the teams like Afghanistan. Just give yeah. it up, lads. But there was a start uh the amount of the test matches it took to get the two victories. And guess how many it took Bangladesh to get the two victories? Sixty test matches. About ten years. Sixty games to get a second win. Yeah. Fuck's sake, who do you think they are? Oh, yeah, they were, took them a long while to get going, but they finally got going. They're pretty good. They're no Mozambique at cricket. I do. Do they have a cricket team? Oh, they do, but it's probably rubbish. <laughs> probably have a, cup. a lot of lads hitting coconuts with branches. <laughs> <laughs> Actually, it was like uh, you know, qualifiers in the African Cup. And oh, really? Yeah. Oh, shit. That'll be actually good. Did he actually use branches and coconuts? I have no idea. Oh, okay. The German that, team and everything is those them. Uh, the Germans have a team and everything. They're bleeding trying to get into every country again, I'm sure. They're just, they're just sitting there with a little little bunker ready to rebirth Hitler. Just ready to rock again there. And then the fun little snippet as well is uh, Mo and Ali, right? He was, uh, he was dropped from the England squad. He was in the England squad for about five years. Got dropped because he couldn't even score a run. He's gone back to Worcestershire's home club. And literally, he's been smashing everything. He's got like, you know, 90 off, 40 balls, 80 off. Tordy. He helped his team go to the semi-final. He gets smashed 120 in oh, a okay. chase of 180. So he's getting his confidence back. So you think he's just playing shit for England on purpose because he's not English? No, it's not. You know what it is? It's basically right. How is he English with a name like Moen Ali? It's uh, because he's been living there. Oh, so it's the residency role? No, I think he, I think he was born there or, or he might have moved when he was young. Oh, Mammy and Daddy are the foreigners. Are yeah, something right. like that. Anyways, uh, Basically, uh, in England, they he comes in at number seven. That's the equivalent of like starting or when Aguero was like comes on in the eighty fifth minute, and they're losing four 0 and they're yeah. trying to get him to change. The it's game. like what you want him to do. He yeah. might score, but dude, he's most effective if he starts higher the game. Up, yeah. Higher up and going on a lower number. Yeah, because he comes in and he starts the innings, so from the start he can get in there, settle in, and then he can smash it. 
Are you not telling me that the two people that started freeing them were shy? They kept um, going out for oh, zero and three and two and shit. Bones or something. A bones is a decent fella. But a zero fella, Denley. Denny? Pudding? No, Denley, yeah, it's Denny. Joe Denley. And then Jason Roy was opening the baton as well. He can't defend the ball. So why couldn't he do it then? Do what? Instead of putting your man in at seven, if he usually goes in at one for his club team, he's not going at one. I oh, took a break from England as well. He took a pre- break because you weren't picking him. <laughs> That's like saying that I'm taking a break from the Ireland team because of um, selection problems. <laughs> <laughs> and I think he just needs to phone down for a while, you know. Because you know, the World Cup is on as well. Yeah. It's probably a bit of confidence there as well. He probably needs to go back to his club and smash a few runs like that just to get himself. That's exactly what it is. And plus, he's not the... He got Worcestershire his team into the T Twenty semi finals day, which is basically when the four teams both play each other, and then the the finals on the same day as the semi final. So you have three matches in a day. Are they sponsored by Leah and Perrins? Huh? Are they sponsored by Leah and Perrins? No. Worcestershire, no. Oh, oh Worcestershire, so yeah. Worcestershire. 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 Yeah. It's probably spelled differently, and it's probably nothing to do with it, but still. Yeah. <laughs> anyway, that's always a good uh, day. I'd actually love to go there because basically starts at ten, and finishes at about ten. So is it in this country? What? Is it in this country? No, I'll be in uh, London. All right. So trip. Yeah. You oh. can t- you can talk me into that book by saying there's gonna be beer. <laughs> <laughs> I'll, I'll turn into Father Jack straight away. I'll have me sand bucket and spade ready to go. <laughs> Holidays. <laughs> Holidays. I work in retail, I can't afford that. <laughs> you work in sales, Booker. Sales, sales, yeah. Work in sales, you got to up the profile. Exactly, yeah. Up the profile. Exactly. Any sponsors out there, yeah? Willing to sponsor the podcast? <laughs> More than likely. More than welcome. Yeah, we get away from that cricket crap. And we'll move Best on sport. to the Premier League. A little preview of the weekend's games. Um, football, Saturday, Sunday and Monday night. And um, Fourth game, Liverpool, Newcastle, Saturday, half 12, Booker. Who do you think is going to win? Oh, it's got to be Liverpool, isn't it? 5-0 oh. job. Don't care about the score, but I do, I do go with you with Liverpool. And the 3 o'clock games, Man United against Leicester. It's got to be Man U, hasn't it? Ooh. Leicester City playing great against Chelsea. Oh, let's yeah. go Leicester. Come on now. Relegation contenders, Chelsea, come on. <laughs> 3 o'clock, uh, Sheffield United, Southampton. You go Sheffield United. I'll agree with you there. Um, Brighton against Burnley. Oh, Brighton, just because they're at home. Got a draw because I couldn't care. <laughs> yeah, I don't know. Wolves <laughs> against Chelsea. Oh, Jesus. Oh, Chelsea, you know what I mean? Yeah, you're going along with this relegation thing. Oh, I'll go with a draw, will you? <laughs> I'll go with Chelsea. Away from home. Risky, but after the international break, they'll be okay. Spores and Palace. Because it was Spores, but wouldn't be surprised with a draw. No, I took the draw there just because fucking you scum. <laughs> and evening game on the Saturday is Norwich against City which will clash with the Gaelic All-Ireland match with Dublin and Kerry so I'll be screaming for the Norwich City match to be put on telly in a pub full of people wearing blue <laughs> although that match would be terrible Norwich against City yeah City will probably handball them yeah and uh, on the Sunday's games uh, 2 o'clock Bournemouth against Everton you go with Everton yeah I'd agree with you go with Everton Um. Sunday, you have four. Wofford, who just sacked their manager, Javi Gracia. God knows what they're up to. Um, against Arsenal. Gotta go with Arsenal. Arsenal because of the coaching change. If they had kept the same manager, I probably would have pumped Been for closer, a closer, yeah. Um, Monday night, the 8 o'clock game, uh, Aston Villa against West Ham. 
I think West Ham a bit of momentum, so I'm going to go with them. I like the, uh, Wesley in my fantasy, plays up front for Villa. Couple of Irish lads there, solid enough, go to draw. Yeah, Scott has a, a, a picture of Jack Grealish on his ball. Fucking dumb, fucking tan. He's naked. That's Jack Grealish against Declan Rice. What's the chance the two of them go for a 50 50 and break each other's legs? Yeah, well, just, just let it go, you know, just let it go. I've better things to worry about, but if them two injure each other, I'll actually like be super happy then. Declan Rice made a good choice. Just looking after at the whole lot of that, there's only one we disagree on. That's it. Which one Leicester, Leicester and Man United. Oh, smell the can bet, is it? Oh, what's that? What's that? I smell a can bet, you're can right, Oh, eight cans of the finest car packy coming to me again. We shall see. <laughs> We shall see. Let's I may own about 24 cans by the time I... By the time I get payment of one. <laughs> oh, I don't get paid for it, so I'll have that money then. You'll only have the money to buy yourself cans. <laughs> I don't know, I'm a master budger. There you go, you'll be so, flying then. For the last few months. Ah, so there, can <laughs> bet set. Man United for Bucco, Leicester City for me. Oh, we'll no, keep an that's eye That's in on the that. bag for me already, to be nah, honest. Yeah. Jamie okay. Vardy. Who's having a party, Jamie Vardy? Speaking of failed can bets, Buckle, UFC 242. So we get into that absolute dodgy decision. Never dodgy. One of the judges was smoking crack, apparently. Apparently, definitely. <laughs> yeah. Or the heat got to his head, anyways, he must have passed out and then broke down the wrong name. That's what happens when you build a stadium and two days before it happens, there's not one air conditioned unit installed. Disaster movie. Yeah, well, that's what happens when you don't have any stadiums, you know? Yeah. In the middle build. of nowhere. I wonder how many people die building that. Apparently nobody. But apparently nobody. It's Abu Dhabi. Of course yeah. it's apparently nobody. Yeah. You started building it in June. The bodies were buried in the foundation. You started building it in June. So that's like two, over two months. Yeah. A week ago. <laughs> Although I've seen all the, the the beams. and I wouldn't like to be stuck behind a beam after paying like a couple of grand for a ticket. And you can't see the fucking fights. Or there's big massive... Um, like structure poles. Yeah, you know, in like in the, the restaurant when like Shane Shane McMahon. McMahon would like jump off those jokes. The hell in the cell. Yeah. Or no, that was a the big. Already uh, climbed the Titan Tron structure. Yeah, stuff like that. Yeah. There's that stuff like that was just that in the middle of the audience. And yeah, stuff. around the edges, like yeah. Oh Jesus! Imagine that. Sick. Yeah. Anyways, Felder wins a very dodgy just split decision. What do you mean dodgy, Buko? I predicted oh. Felder would win. Well, Felder just because you predicted, and just because he won. Right. Doesn't mean he deserved it. Out of my five predictions, I only got one wrong. So again, I'm above me sixty five percent prediction rate. I'm nailing it. No, no. Anyway, it's a can bet was if Edson Barbosa won, well we get eight cans of can packy, the funniest bird in all the land of Paul. If Paul won, if Felder won, then Paul would get eight cans of car packy. Technically you're right with Paul as well, that's his first name. Yeah, Paul and Paul, yeah. Although, yeah, he's not really look too much like. No. I'll probably beat him in a fight as well. Yeah. Oh, Cunt. I'll do it. After about 10 cans, maybe. Yeah, you'd need 10 cans on him to absorb my hooks. That's it. Me and Owen Colgan consistently training together. Exactly. Yeah. Eat, we... eat those jabs. That's <laughs> what you call Paul the fingers fister. Yeah. Granny's watch you. <laughs> <laughs> oh. Anyways. Those eight cans of hair packy are pending pen my payday. Then I, then I can give him his car packy. Thank God, I'm sweating for it. Although he has to drink the he has to drink the eight cans before we do the next podcast and then see how well that goes. 
that would be interesting. As yeah. Chelsea will probably have lost the Wolves by then. <laughs> and the Eagles have lost the Atlanta Falcons. Paul, we're just going to do this podcast on the spot. <laughs> While you're angry and drunk. Uh, prick. <laughs> oh, yeah. We've seen how I was heading uh, in the Wolves here when you were losing. He was like, yeah, yeah, he's like... In fairness, Dave just watched me in the second half. He didn't have to watch anyone else. Yeah. <laughs> Must be going well. <laughs> he stopped swearing at people. So many telling Dave was like, well, what do I look at? Yeah. Stop annoying him. Stop, stop rant, shouting randomly at strangers. Yeah. And yeah, there is a Makachev uh, dominated Davy Ramos. He won like, what, 30 2025, 20, 20, 20, 20, 20, 20, 20, 20, 20, 20, 20, 20, 20, 20, 20, 20, 20, 20, 20, 20, 20, 20, 20, 20, he should have at the end, yeah. I think. Unanimous, yeah, unanimous decision to take that win. As yeah. predicted. Yeah, yeah. Although I wasn't proud when I seen the one to three price. <laughs> yeah, yeah, pretty rubbish odds. But hey, I think winning better. And then the, the odds matched me homework. I was devastated. Yeah, but one to three, you win to win, yeah. You take it. Exactly. Course, razor blades destroyed Shamil Abdurahimov. I did not see that. when I watched the whole card and I do not remember seeing that. Oh, well, okay. I I was <laughs> having a blackout and yeah. in a bit of a haze anyway. Too too many cans. We we'll spaced that. on that one. Yeah. Anyways, uh, I think Coors Base has destroyed him. Yeah, I watched the back. He, he won quite well. Um, big ground game. Oh, he's, yeah. oh, he, was on, he was on top of him about six times, and it was finished by TKO in the second round. So <laughs> just again and again and again and again. Yeah, the saved your man. He's just like, downs. Punishment, takedowns, punishment, takedown, punishment. Of course, Blaze, for future uh, UFC champ, for sure. Ooh, good yeah. projection book, I'll keep an eye on that. Absolutely. Come yeah. back to that. In a few years time, I reckon, so, yeah. A few years, Jesus. Might get a shot before then. I will, yeah, but... The amount of times fighters pull out a fight, he might be just ready in a camp. Oh, he's near the top, of course, yeah, he's very good. Look. He's underrated. Yeah. Very focused as well. I liked his afterwards interview where he said, I just went in there looking for the win. Got in, got the win, got over and done with. And yeah, he's, yeah, he's very humble, yeah. He's just like, what you see is what you get, type of guy. Mm. Which I like, you know. No, a dickhead. Like right. McGregor. Yeah. And, uh, Zach Cummins, who I predicted was a great bet. Oh, he, he must have he must have won easy then, Bucko, did he? No, he fought like dog shit. <laughs> got outworked by um, Amari Akhmedov. Who is known for gas and so I don't know how he got outworked. He got taken down. Zach Cummins has good wrestling. He got taken down easily. I was just like, what is going on here? Do you think the heat inside the arena might have had something to play with that? It was 40 degrees. Possibly, yeah. He just never got going. Yeah, 40 degrees. He's fighting at 40 degrees and it might not be his cup of tea. Yeah. So, uh, Don Madge, who uh, fought in the first fight tonight, uh, said uh, he thought he was going to pass out during the fight at one point. Which, uh, yeah. yeah, he complained a heat stroke after it. Yeah, in the most dog dirt fight I've seen in life. He went for about 75 takedowns. So cut down as he tore his Yeah, he turned himself out and then trying to blame the conditions. Yeah, and he went for a takedown for Did he life. win? Yeah, he did, yeah. Right. Probably in the worst fight I've ever seen in my life. I remember watching that just thinking, this is a shocking. <laughs> I, didn't even, I didn't even watch the prelims. No, I no. forgot this was on during the day, <laughs> and if it wasn't for the, for the group chat, I wouldn't have realised. Ah, sure. After the news of the greatest fight ever being announced, I started drinking a bit too early, but we get on to that after uh, in a few seconds. So what what other fights are we going to talk about? The two crazy KOs. Gennady and Taleb got smashed by Muslim. Muslim Selikahov. Good shell book, I'm sure that's right. Can, yeah. can correct you on that. That's it, one punch KO, fucking knocked him the fuck out. Slept him. 
And then the one of the worst knockouts I've ever seen in my life. Otman Atzar defeated Timu Pakalen by knockout in one of the worst KOs I've ever seen in my life. Like, as in like vicious and violent or really like bad by the ref to stop the fight? Oh no, vicious. Just a oh, vicious really? one punch KO the mm-hmm. fuck. Just looked like he died on the spot. Yeah, hit him behind the ear. Remember I sent you? That was the one oh, I sent that you. Oh, yeah. Jesus. And he folded like a lawn chair. See, when I see things like Atuar, I think people are going to start emailing me for me, me bank account details mm. so I win the Nigerian lotto. So <laughs> I wasn't oh, paying I attention heard, my, I haven't heard most of these people on the cards, you know. Mm. But uh, especially those two uh, last that won by KO, which is KO, but they're memorable. That one behind the head, the fellow just hit the ground, his arms went slumped and he was just done. That was him, yeah. he was out. Yeah, so vicious. Like, you could have got the casket there and then, you wouldn't have had to wheel him out of UFC, you would have been praying and everything. Yeah. Yeah, the Bilal Mohammed uh, defeated the Takashi Sato by rear naked choke in the third round. This is his fourth uh, submission victory. But uh, Mohammed has been uh, in the UFC for eight fights now. Is he local? Yeah, he's American. Oh, okay. I yeah. was just thinking about the name Mohammed, I was like, it's in Abu he's, Dhabi. He's Palestinian, American. Oh, okay. Yeah. Okay. So, yeah. Residency laws again, you have to do both or family? Well, uh, he's, he's American, but through uh, Palestinian family. Yeah. Oh, okay, cool. Yeah. Anyways, yeah, he's a really good fighter. He's one of those type of fighters where you know what you're going to get when he just like constantly gives us all, like, you know, puts 100% into it. So that's uh, pretty rare, to be honest. And that was not racist, that was me just checking to see what the background is. No, no. It always fascinates me to see where the fuck these people with mad names come from. No, no, no. Me with the most boring name in the world. <laughs> That's it, PQ, Paul Queen. Anyways, uh, Joanne Calderwood defeated the Andrew Lee. Fucking told you, Bucko, Joanne Calderwood from Tanland. Oh, and a dodgy, no, a dodgy split. <laughs> a dodgy split. Or was it? <laughs> I didn't see the fight. <laughs> I, I don't know. Because uh, I picked her, it was like, yeah. It was close, it was close. Uh, Calderwood took over. Andrew Lee toured, I think the heat got to her a lot. But she was taking a lot of punches, and Calderwood. Impressed me, which is funny enough because she usually fights below what I think she has, she's mm. capable of, which always pisses me off when someone does that. They don't do their best when you just like don't put out enough output out. It drives me mental. But anyways, yeah, good win for her. She's looking at a, a title shot soon enough as well. One more win, I reckon she get a title shot against, oh, okay. against Valentina Shevchenko. But she get KO'd anyway, so. She's Ukrainian? She is from Kaz- Kyr- Kyr- Kyrgyzstan. Kyrgyzstan. Kyrgyzstan, yeah. I got a pointless answer on that on a game show before. Very proud of myself. Oh, pointless? Yeah. Great what show ever. Show. Quality. Yeah, Natural even this was a pointless answer. <laughs> I was like, oh, I knew that one. Didn't know there was a 10 before, but yeah. you know. Your opium. Fucking love those chemical rounds. <laughs> <laughs> They're the easy ones, like, yeah, there's no 50 being pointless. 50 pointless, and there's always a few that no one ever remembers, so you just have to remember them. It's a more test of memory than anything else. <laughs> Anyways, on to the main event. Oh, no, actually, where's the... The main event? No, we have a Marabek Tusimov versus Diego Ferrer. Oh, my prediction of Marabek must have came true. You got smashed. Oh, for fuck's sake. <laughs> Which was a big upset. Diego Ferrer looked fantastic. And uh, Tusimov looked the gas. Yeah, was that the one where uh, the Ferrer headbutt him in the second round? Yeah, accidentally headbutt. These point. things happen, you know what I mean? Accident. Should have got a point taken off. Buckle. Well, Paul, if you look at the scores, and uh, what was happening if the point was taken off, look at that. 
Still would have lost. <laughs> yeah, because yeah, his last round he gave the last round, Yeah, look, what the hell, he got smashed. Yeah. So that's, uh, so... So he didn't in the last round, he shouldn't have even came out of his corner. <laughs> yeah, in the end, it didn't matter. Anyways, Khabib and Ranga Madoff retains his title against Dustin Poirier. Winner by rare naked choke in the third round. I was giving uh, Poirier abuse, apparently. You were? Yeah, I didn't like the way he was just backing up the whole time. Yeah, but I think he was just wary of the takedowns he didn't want to be in the in the zone to be taken down too easy but yeah but at the same time people know what Khabib when they're made up once you again he wants you behind those black lines near the near the fence, near the fence so he can push it into yeah, the so fence yeah so he can push it into the fence down. and then take it down but in the open he's not that great at taking taking it down mm. in fact like he's you know fifty percent or so mm. but if you get you against the fence he's always gonna take you down it's so, just gonna happen. So being a striker he should have been pressing him. Like yeah. in the second round where he had him in trouble. Yeah, he should have been more on him, yeah. He did he did hurt him with that with the right with the Oh yeah, he had him right. he had him stoned a little him, bit, yeah. yeah. He had him hurt, he just wasn't knocking him down. Yeah, yeah. But I think on Khabib was just I've never been so loud before on somebody with a choke when he had him <laughs> in, oh, with the underhook. <laughs> that was so close. <laughs> oh, I thought when he went for the guillotine I thought that I thought he thought he had he had him but he just wiggled so much. Oh. Got himself he, over. He, you know when Khabib started wiggling like that? He knew he was in trouble. Yeah, that means the choke is real tight. So once you, once you start, uh, you know, squirming to your back, that's like, you know, the last defence. So you want to move your head out of the elbow to sink inside. You want to move towards the hand cover, yeah? So what happens is if the choke is locked in, you either want to stick your head deeper, depending on how tight it is, to release the pressure. By putting pressure on the shoulder. Or snap back towards the hand hold. Or else, you know, yeah, play with the hand. Or else, last last chance alone is spin the Khabib done. You know? Completely, yeah, try and roll out of it, yeah. Yeah, so basically, yeah, that was very tight. But it was literally, that, like I was screaming for that, once he let go, it was a big deep breath, followed by his own choke, a bit of punishment, and then sink in yeah. the choke, and that was it. Yeah, Poirier just gave everything with that one. Yeah. He had nothing left. Like, he tapped quickly, but you could see, like, if he didn't tap, he was going to be left out. And, 100% that was, like, completely, yeah. you know, no shame in tapping yeah, at all. That, definitely not. And his after-fight interview was a bit yeah. sad as well. Exactly. Like, he was devastated. You let no one down. Exactly. You were there for the fight, you gave us a fight, and you were in it. You just... Yeah, you got out class and it happens. Out wrestled, in fairness, but his defense, his wrestling defense is very good. I was surprised by that. Yeah. Apparently, he walked on a hard in the camp, so. Yeah, yeah. yeah. yeah but like you yeah. said, he let a strike him down. If he had a trauma more, he might have been more in the fight. Yeah, he pushed a bit more forward, but you know, it's easier than me saying, no, no. Yeah. You're not fighting the best fighter in the world who's 28 and 0, you know? So. I'm 27 and old, but yeah. Khabib is 28 and old, so I don't know which one you're talking about. Paul Cambridge and the Khabib and the Mark Madoff, UFC 322. What do you think? 11 seconds again? No, I'm sure he's not going to go in early and go for a handshake. Yeah, <laughs> Drop oh, yeah. it off hand, right? Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> I'm like, he just stands there and takes it. You're like, I'm out. Tapped <laughs> out. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> Ref, I'm tapping. He doesn't have you in a hole yet. But I'm tapping. Comes out of the cage and off. That'd be a good crack. Yeah. We look yeah. for that. 300, is it? Grand old one. I'll start me prepping. I'll yeah, get going there. If you have to lay off the cans, but I'm making sure you're paying me the cans, though. I tell you, lifting the can up, that'd be your, uh, your exercise, lifting the cans. That would be, actually, yeah, that would be. Maybe balloon a bit so we can't make weight. Yeah. <laughs> 
Catchweight 250. Yeah, there's a lightweight. Yeah, catchweight 250 plus. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Be whatever weight you want to be. So, uh, Khabib versus uh, Tony Ferguson uh, is going to be set next. Actually going to be set because everyone wants that fight. Hopefully. It should be. It's the only fight to make. He wants that. a break though. Yeah, but they can fight in December, even February, Super Bowl weekend. There's always big UFC pay-per-view the same weekend. He's still, moan, he's still moaning about the time he gets between his fights. He doesn't get, like, a world tour to promote the fights, he says, takes six months. His McGregor fight was done in three, which was the big money fight, and could have got a lot more. Yeah, but he wants to, he wants to fight... Um, six months with February would fit in. Yeah, I think uh, the build-up, you make so much money because, like, the bulls around the place... With the Super Bowls, be always a uh, pretty good. Uh, if he slept, quicker. if he slept, McGregor or made McTapper come out again. If he made McTapper come out again, he did it on Paddy's day just in a back alley somewhere. It'd be hilarious. I say, oh well, Conor McGregor can get the boat anyway. I'm yeah, sick of him. He's a fucking joke. He can go back to the end of the line and start the twenty two. Yeah, he's battling people and being bars and big cokehead. I thought I took that left hand. Look, look, look. Yeah, look, there's nothing. Yeah, he finishes point. All those, yeah, all those, he finishes point probably hard another one. Yeah, like all, all those drugs he's on, he can't throw a dick anymore. Yeah, arms like straw. Now, there is something that I did notice. Um, there is a shitload of UFC over the next few weeks. All the different fight nights are on. 100 percent. Before we get to that though, fight announcement right before the UFC started was Nate Diaz is fighting George Masvidal. It's fun. It was against West Nate Coast Diaz against East Coast versus George Masvidal. Nate motherfucking Diaz. I wonder who you go for, Buka. Oh, it's a close one, isn't it? It's a close yeah. one. This is like listening to me predict whether who's going to win between Chelsea and Wolves and the Eagles and that yeah. the Falcons. Of course Nate Diaz is going to finish him. I mean, I mean, he's better than him everywhere. But I love Marcel, but you know, not in this fight. Because... Maybe, with Diaz. Maybe, if the, maybe you get a decent price on Diaz and you can put that up to your bet of the week. That's true, yeah. I reckon, I reckon Masvidal might be uh, the betting favourite, but yeah, put a few bombs. He has the fighters fighter, and he's gonna give you money's worth anyway. He yeah. won't be going down quickly. Yeah, that's a main event as well. That's a five rounder. They got the five rounds. Yeah, it's a main event. Finally, fuck's and sake, how long? They're gonna make, make a, a a bad motherfucker belt. Uh, <laughs> Are they really? Yeah. They're gonna make their own little, little special, belt, little for special belt for that one. Because the main event. That's a good crack. Yeah, so yeah, that was a good crack. Yeah. Funny the UFC made a fight that actually fans want to actually watch, you know. And they're allowing little things like the bad motherfucker belt be be allowed. Yeah, because they usually like do things like, you know, everything has Structured to be Structured like, and... Yeah, look at conveyor belt, they're yeah. saying, yeah, just everything's the same, you know. It has to be for a certain mixed audience that we can't say anything about this person or that person, we'll cut this, cut that. Yeah, yeah. Like, it's almost like to get to the point where if, if there's blood on TV, it goes black and white. Like, fuck that. So when they first uh, got uh, their TV deal with Fox, the big TV deal they got, you know what they used to do in between rounds? They used to have people in the octagon with paint, getting rid of the blood, painting over the blood. You're joking me. No. They're painting the mats. Yeah. Fuck's sake. Getting rid of the blood, staying for the TV. Cause, How do you get a job down that, though? So I pay him a good bit of money. Oh, yeah. No, I think that's shit money, I think. Possibly. Yeah, basically, probably getting like... Yeah, you know, minimum wage. Well, we could be one of the ring girl. We could be ring girls, but come. That's it. I You know, a, when the women main event, you have lads as ring girls. He's yeah, Elias Teodoro, uh, yeah. who's a fighter. He's a 
the girls' promotions in uh, Invicta FC. He does the ring boy. He's a ring boy oh, yeah? for all the girls' fights. Yeah. Yeah. So it's like a just get a lot of lads with big beer bellies going, yeah, woo, bring on the fighting women. <laughs> and just walking around with the round one. <laughs> and then seeing him trying to get off the stage around the ring, trying to get down the steps. And there's fat boy Quinn now, on his arse. <laughs> <laughs> Too many car parkies. Yeah, not enough, not enough. Uh, yeah, that's, that's a fight. That's going to be great. Cannot wait. That's one I look forward to as well. When's yeah. that for? November 2nd. So it's only uh, six weeks, eight weeks away. I don't think I'm in the country for that. Are you being... Uh, I'll, be, I'll be going to the Philly Bears game that weekend. Oh, well, yeah, the I'll, night before... I'll, yeah. I'll, I'll, I'll be in enough fights that week. <laughs> I said, yeah, the, night be, the night before will be still early anyway. Yeah, there you go, yeah. It's American around. time, so it'll be normal time. That'll yeah. be a big deal that weekend. Oh, 100%. I'll be in enough fights, but... Okay, in another one. I see, yeah. Yeah, Philly, Philly Eagles scrum. <laughs> what do you mean? Sorry, yeah. No, the guy showed up in a Redskins jersey. To an Eagles game. He he's a Philadelphia player. He plays for the 76ers in basketball. And he's not even a starter. Okay? He deserves He deserved a, a, a right hook. Although your man tried to throw a dig and just ate himself. <laughs> he had that concrete like he wouldn't believe. Oh, but your man knew uh, Your man, uh, I don't know your man's name, but... I think he, he was outnumbered. Mike Scott, he was outnumbered about 100,000 Eagles fans on a tailgate mission, mission, which is like half them go into the stadium with tickets and the rest stay outside yeah. pissed. Although you didn't get punched on. Yeah, but um, yeah, the Eagles fans are like sloppy drunk. That's like me fighting Khabib. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> One overhand right. No, eat concrete. <laughs> <laughs> if it lands, it's for balance. <laughs> it's like, that will keep me upright. <laughs> Yeah, although they did bring a, a coffin or a casket to the tailgate because some fella died and they had a funeral for him at the tailgate because he was a dedicated Eagles fan. Yeah. Yeah, yeah strange bunch, but dedicated. We love our Eagles. <laughs> yeah, is that the end of part one of the UFC analysis? And onto the part two of the UFC part. Uh, Justin Gaethje is against Cowboys Army this weekend. Gaethje. What a fight. What a bloody fight. What a name. What? <laughs> yeah. I, just, I learned a new name and I love it. I yeah, Paul was like, took my one to learn how to pronounce it. Gatsy J. Gatsy He's like, Gatsy. Although if you looked at that name, you're like, you I know. spelled it twice and I spelled it both times wrong. <laughs> yeah, it is a, it's a bit of a tongue twister already. But interestingly enough, um, Gatsy and Cowboy, they've sparred together and Gatsy's already said that uh, Cowboy <laughs> killed him in their sparring. Oh, okay. Yeah, years ago. Just as Gaethje was starting to fight. So, Bit yeah. of history there. Yeah, they're both from Denver, Colorado. So, they know each other well. <laughs> I'm trying to get an ears around, but they're around the same sort of people, you know. Yeah. Same sort of circle. But, saying that, Gaethje is going to annihilate him. <laughs> but KO, in the fourth or second round. Oh, you're calling for an early finish. Oh, 100%. Absolutely. Gacy's just going to bull rush him. Going to hit him to the body. So only can't take a punch to the body at all. Oh, okay. You're calling body shot? Jeez. Oh, yeah. Can you bear on that? No, no, oh, but okay. that's what I'm calling. <laughs> Call him body shot. Because, mm-hmm. uh, Cowboy is susceptible to body shots, but find out the reason why. Apparently, uh, he has a stomach injury. From um, like some accident and uh, is this like the Brock Lesnar thing? No, no, he was like uh, he's like you know, an, an adrenaline junkie, so oh. he's doing all these sports. 
and he right. hurt himself. He's like in a in a Humvee, and he went flying over. Oh, he did some sort of mad thing. his like stomach or something, oh, and apparently, yeah, that's it, not it. All gets like uh, stuck and yeah, moves around and gets all like tangled up and sorts of weird stuff. Ugh. Yeah, so he has to. At least he survived, but he's still fighting. That's like a bleeding bullseye. Obviously, but does Gaethje kick? Gaethje does everything. Yeah, Gaethje is a leg kicks though. Oh, okay. Kicks that shit out of the but he body punches, he's going to hit to the head. He's very... I'd love to see a roundhouse to the stomach as a KO. That would be a serious. That would be a serious finish. That's how Anthony Pettis finished him. That would be a serious finish. Yeah. Roundhouse to the stomach. Yeah! Oh, here we go. But, uh, yeah, this is going to be absolute violence. It's going to be great. Can you bear on that? Roundhouse to the stomach? No. Fucking Paddy Power ruining me, Carl. Watch, that will happen. <laughs> that will happen. They'll be devastated. Absolute scum. The rest of the card is pretty good as well. You have uh, Glover takes share against Nikita Kroilov. Basically, this is going to be... Uh, this isn't going three rounds, I don't think. No, this is going to be a bomber. Yeah. See, Nikita Kroilov, he has 30 fights. Same name as me sister. Yeah. And in 30 fights, guess how many zero fights have gone to decision? Zero? Yeah. You were just about to ask me how many and then you took it off me. Thanks yeah, for, yeah. Thanks for, thanks for letting me guess. No worries, no worries. I took it out of your hands there, Paul. Yeah. Can't yep. be, these hands can't be trusted. <laughs> no jabs. <laughs> yeah, but basically he has that killer be killed attitude. Oh, okay. Yeah. So he's all or nothing. What's he, 15, 15? <laughs> I think he's 24 and 6. That's actually, for someone that goes all out the way, yeah, that's like decent enough. Yeah, it might be better than that. Maybe it should be... You might be understating it. Yeah. I don't even know if he has that many losses. But... Somewhere around that, anyway. Glover takes care. He's pretty old, but he still manages to get it done. You can, you're gonna take him down. was gonna smash him. No, no, I'm going out Glover. Oh, I know Glover. Yeah, I'm gonna. I wonder what the odds are for that one because uh, I reckon Glover will be worth the bet as well. Oh yeah, you got. If he's the underdog, only if, if yeah, he's if he's the underdog, because probably with age. Uh, where is this fight? This is in Canada. It's in Canada. Okay. Neither of them are Canadian, but you name it Krovolov, Krilov, and Texera. One of them's got, Texera's got to be Brazilian, no? Yeah, he is, yeah. Jeez, I got one right. Many times we've been standing on this thing pretending that I knew where the person was from, got it wrong. See, that's probably the first time you got it right. First time for everything. See. I know where Mac Tapper is from. Oh, he's from, uh, from uh, Northern Ireland. Yeah. Now from Dolo, can't get the answer. Yeah, it's a pick 'em for it's a pick 'em actually, which is uh, interesting. That's good. Good for six I think. I think that's good odds. The pick 'em is good odds, yeah. Yeah. What's a five to six? Ten to eleven. Oh, okay, not far off. Yeah. Although a lot of them are pick 'em sudden after the default. They're all like ten to eleven, ten to eleven, ten to eleven. They're all pick 'em. Look at like the three in a row is like. Yeah, actually, yeah. Yeah, so, uh, anyways, Todd Duffy, he uh, returns. That is the weirdest way of spelling Duffy. I thought you were going to say Duffy. <laughs> <laughs> no. Like Phoebe from Friends. Yeah, so, Duffy, yeah, he hasn't been, uh, he hasn't fought in four years, I think. It's been four years since he fought. He got killed by Frank Mayer four years ago. Oh, Frank Mayer, I remember him. Yeah, he's had some serious health problems, ridiculously. He's had um, some very serious... I can't remember what he had. But... Uh, Bad. Yeah, something like nerve. 
Like debilitating disease, sort of. That's shit. a big word for you, but a word of the day, debilitating. Oh, yeah, absolutely. You know, I mean, getting better at this stuff, Paul. I'm learning. Trying to do a podcast with Harry Kane of Ireland over here. That's it. You must be being joking. I, I speak clearly all the fucking time. Yeah, you do. Only when I want to. Yeah. <laughs> when I'm lazy, I'm like, fuck off. <laughs> we'll, get your, we'll get your FIFA stats dribbling 99. <laughs> <laughs> A Harry Kane fella. Must be big job with me. Spits a kiss. <laughs> yeah, but, uh, you're right hard against Anto- Antonio Carlos Jr. A.K.A. Shoeface. Is that his nickname? Yeah, in Brazil. Or is that just slagging the fuck out? <laughs> uh, shoe, hey, Shoeface. Shoeface. <laughs> you know, Fabrizio Verdun's uh, nickname is uh, Horseface, I think. Is it? Yeah. Verdum was a bleeding go round there, I remember Verdum as well. Yeah, so this is like nicknames that just dogged them off, like. So. Is that in, like translated badly, or is that just a taking the piss out? No, no, it's uh, actually a uh, translation. It? No, they're happy with it. Oh, geez, yeah, that's weird. Yeah, we're saying it's a word. Anyways, yeah, it's a good few fights. It's uh, like saying in Portuguese it means lover of woman, and in English it means queer. <laughs> 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 that's it. All right, yeah, doesn't quite translate. Misha Serginov from uh, Canada. Hometown? Yeah. I think he's... She been given a giver or he been given a giver? No, uh, he's against Jim Crute. <laughs> Jimmy Crouton? Jimmy Crouton. Yeah. Boy genius. Absolutely. Does he have the hairdo, Bucko? Does he have the Jimmy Neutron hairdo? Uh, I don't, quiff? I actually don't know. Okay, I actually picture him. Oh, okay. But I know he's This is a gimme then, is it? No, no, I actually picked uh, Jim Crute. Oh, you think Crute can... off has been terrible. Smell of a future can be off that. Ah, both Just... shoey. <laughs> <laughs> Jimmy Crouton. <laughs> yeah. he's, now, he's now going to be a podcast favourite just because of your nickname you gave him. Jimmy Crouton, we'll see, we'll see if he wins. Hopefully. Yeah, what you fucking shoey. Record 1-9. <laughs> <laughs> Not that bad. 2-8. Yeah. <laughs> Louis Smoker and Chas Kelly who are pretty entertaining fighters there fighting on the car as well. Oh, okay, cool. I mean, not high level, but they always have good fights. Always Busy fighters, yeah? Yeah. Good. Basically, they never have a bad fight. Good, because if they're not great fighters, you don't want to see two not great fighters wrestle each other. Because that will make it even worse. Because then they can't throw, they only look for a takedown. No, <laughs> and then they look for... It doesn't matter about takedown at all. I know, but... It's it's, yeah, but I know, but some of it is... It, when it's not good fighters, some of it is shite to watch. Oh, well, yeah, it's the same with everything, you know. Yeah, but... It the level's shit, then, you know, you're not going to yeah. watch it. But yeah, yeah, some of the UFC fights can be pretty terrible. What's on the lower end, you know, the prelims and all that sort of shit. Yeah. That's yeah. not on the prelim, that's on the main card, is it? No, they're on the prelims. All right, grand, they'll they, get skipped over them. They'll be good anyway. They can have a good fight if they want, they don't need to do. And then uh, also on this weekend is KSW, uh, it was a Polish promotion, uh, MMA promotion. Fucking know about them, they're mad. They had a thing in Dublin before, dude. Yeah, it was that, actually. <laughs> yeah. They had a crazy. football chance going Yeah. All the fans are mad. Yeah. They're all going to kill you on a night out. A few drinks on them after watching a fight um, in the ring. They all go outside looking for it. Oh, things are getting very rowdy. What do you mean night. I'm not getting on the Lewis? Things are getting very rowdy <laughs> that night, I tell you. Yeah? Yeah. Trophy digs? No, no, no. We discuss it after, uh, after the end. <laughs> <laughs> Ran. <laughs> no, uh, no, nothing really happened. Oh, okay. Anyways, Norman Park, Northern Ireland's Norman Park. He's fighting for the title against uh, Marcin Wojciech, Polish guy. Okay. Yeah, I love how you bottled the surname and just went, Polish guy. Yeah, fuck that. Too lazy, too lazy, yeah. 
trying to pronounce people's Norman names. Norman Polish guy. So is that a gimme or is he in for a fight? Uh, he might have taken the fight in a short note, so I reckon Park will win. I hope he wins. You know. Yeah, for work. Ireland. Exactly. So anyway, so that's, uh, that's it for the old MMA part of the podcast. Yeah. Got anything else to add there, Paul? Not on the fight nights, no. I know there's one coming up in Copenhagen, but oh. that's the gist of it. Oh, I haven't yeah. got into too much research. I'm not a very good look ahead two, three weeks. And the no, no, I just do the next week one. Yeah, I'm on, I'm on the on the spot thing. Yeah, yeah, like UFC is more your thing. Mm-hmm. Oh, fight on a number <laughs> of, oh, not UFC. <laughs> yeah, it's like yeah, football. You Different know thing, mean? yeah. Fo- football and American football is me. You can take cricket in UFC. Yeah. When we get the other lads involved in what they want. Exactly. Yeah. Yeah. Anyways, uh, I think that concludes episode four of the podcast. Right. Hope you've enjoyed it. See you next time. Yeah, bye.